Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shh. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You listen in the Haney. Listen in the Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com. Go to my website, register for my free instructional videos. They go out weekly. And also... Uh, find out all the information if you're interested in coming and getting a golf lesson from me at my studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona. I've had a lot of great students. Most of them listen to my podcast, and uh, it's fun. Love meeting everybody, and uh, love doing the podcast. Appreciate the support. Hope you guys are getting better at golf. thought today I'm going to talk about how you can get even better at golf and this came up in one of my lessons because I will, you know, I'll have people come for lessons and I'll ask them about their game. Uh, what is your big miss? Where do you, where, where do you hit the ball? What costs you the most strokes? And most people, I got to be honest with you, most people do not have a clue. You know, they'll, they'll tell me that they hit it everywhere. They'll tell me that, uh, you know, I, I don't do this or I don't do that. Or, you know, they start telling me what they're doing wrong with their swing. You know, my weight's not transferring. My hips aren't turning. My shoulders are doing this. My, you know, they, they don't mention the club very often, which is fairly important. The club is hitting the ball. Actually, that's, that was sarcastic. It's, it's the most important thing by far. So you have to understand what the club is doing. The club is what makes the golf ball go someplace that you don't want it to go. But, you know, my three keys to better golf are something that I always explain to people. Number one, you have to eliminate penalty strokes. Number two, you have to eliminate what I call two chips, two chips, two pitches, two sand shots. Anytime you get in close proximity to the green, you have to get the ball on the green in one shot. And then thirdly, you have to eliminate three putts. No more than three putts. And I count it as a three putt. If you are putting from off the green, but you're in relative close proximity and everybody would have putted from there, which 
is the case if you're just, you know, foot or two off the green, three feet off the green, sometimes even more. But if everybody would have putted from there and you three putt, I count that as a three putt. If some people would have elected to chip it and you elected to putt it and you three putt it, then I won't count that as a three putt. So that's how you count the, the three putts. Penalty shots are like this. If you if you hit the ball out of bounds or you have a lost ball penalty, that's a two-shot penalty. If you hit it in the water, like, for instance, in the water on the 17th hole at uh, TPC Sawgrass, the Island Green, you've got to go to the drop area. Now, you, you gain a little distance by going to the drop area, but not much. That's pretty much a stroke and distance penalty. So that's a two-shot penalty. If you hit it in the water on the 18th hole at TPC Sawgrass and you hook it in there, but the ball cleared land and then it hooked in there, and you get to drop it up where it crossed the the margin of the hazard so you get all that distance, that's a one-shot penalty. But if you pull hook it and the ball never crossed land and you have to hit again from the tee, that's a two-shot penalty. I also count it as a penalty if you have a uh, shot where you, you hit it, bury it in a bunker, you got to come out sideways, you hit it uh, into the trees or the bushes or the uh, you know desert, and you got to pitch out sideways, and you don't gain any distance on that shot, but you took a shot, that's a penalty shot. So those, those would be the penalty shots. You want a clear idea of how many penalty shots you have, how many two chips you have, how many three putts you have. With the penalty shots, you want to know where you're taking the penalty shots. Which club is causing the penalty shots? Are you missing them with your driver? Are you taking penalty shots with your irons? Is it a fairway wood? You know, did you do one with the fairway wood, one with the iron, one with the, the iron, one with the driver? What, where'd the penalty shot? And did they go to the right? Did they go to the left? Where, where were the penalty shots? You know, driver to the right, and then I pulled an iron to the left. Whatever. You want to know where the penalty shots were because you've got to figure out what your big miss is, and then you work on fixing your big miss. That's the way that you get better at golf. So you have to you have to have a clear understanding, a diagnosis, and it helps me as a coach if you can tell me what it is you are doing wrong. It's just, you know, most people have no earthly idea. Like like I had a, a lesson the other day and the uh, the guy said he, sh- he shot 90, 92, 20 over par. I said, how many penalty shots? Oh, you know, I, I had a few. I mean, well, that's not a number. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's two, three, four, five. I mean, who knows what that is? I don't know. You're giving me no information. You know, uh, how many two chips? Oh, you know, I had a couple of those for sure. You know, maybe, I don't know, I, you know, four or five. I mean, I don't know, you know. All right, once again, no no real number. I mean, how many three-putts you have? Oh, you know, I, well, I don't know. You know, I had a, yeah, I had a few. Oh, yeah, I had a few three-putts. Oh, man, I had a few. How many three-putts you have? Oh, I, don't, I mean, I don't know, three, four, five, I don't know. Okay, that that's that's not a clear picture of what's going on. You're not keeping track. You can't tell me what you did. And there's and most importantly, there's no accountability. There's no accountability. You, you you're not you're not uh, 
accountable to what you're doing because you don't even know what it is you're doing and you're not keeping track. So that's the first thing. Start off with that. Every time you play, you know your score, you know how many penalty shots you took, you know how many two chips you took, and the two chips, was it two chips, two pitches, two sand shots? What were the two chips? So how many penalty shots, how many two chips, how many three putts? When you three putt, was it your first putt that was the problem? You didn't lag it close enough? Or did you lag it close enough and miss a short putt? And remember, I mean, the, the, the best in the world, touring pros, from like six feet, they're, they're, they're going to make like half their putts. So, I mean, what, what are you going to, you know, eight feet, I think it's 50%, eight feet. You know, uh, if, if, if a touring pro from eight feet is 50%, what, what are you going to make? What are you going to make from that distance as an amateur, as a 15 handicap, a 20 handicap, whatever your handicap is? It ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be. You know, fifty percent. I can tell you. Tell you that right now. So, so there, it tells you my lags aren't putts aren't good enough, and my you know my second putts might be the problem. Who you know you just you have to, to narrow it down with your penalty shots. You figure out where am I missing to the right to the left. What club has it happened with? And you know, and th- and then you create accountability. And then you try to eliminate those mistakes. So I tell people, don't worry about making putts. Let's just not three putt. Because if you do those three things, if you cut down on those those three areas, penalty shots, two chips, and three putts, your handicap is going to go down and down and down, and you're going to play better. And I don't care what level of golf you play. Even if you're a touring pro, most tournaments will boil down at the end to penalty shots, two chips, and three putts. They they just will, and almost every tournament does. When we when 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 you go look at a, at a, at Augusta National, the Masters coming up, that tournament will boil down to penalty shots and three putts, and maybe even a two chip because they happen too there. But for sure, penalty shots and two. I remember when Tiger Woods won in two thousand nineteen, coming back with a big you know the back surgery. Come back, win the Masters. He had one three putt, no penalty shots. Brooks Kepka, five penalty shots and six three putts. And he lost by one shot. A total of 11, Tiger Woods total one, and Brooks Kepka lost by one shot. He, lo- he, he, he lost the, the, the penalty shot two-chip and three-putt category by 10 shots and lost the tournament by one shot. That is what you call pissing away a tournament. That is one that totally got away. All he had to do was clean up his mess, and he easily, easily, easily wins that golf tournament. That's the same thing at almost Every single tournament on the PGA, and it's for sure the same thing with amateur covers. So penalty shots, two chips, and three putts, you keep track of those. That's your mess, and you subtract that total number from your score, and you get your coulda, woulda, shoulda. If you would have only cleaned up the mess, 
that's what your potential was. That's your scoring potential. And that gives you a little glimpse of what could be in your future. So always keep track of that. That's the first thing I want to know is that number right there. Your score, penalty shots, two chips, and three putts. And then I'm going to ask you, okay, with the penalty shots, where did they occur? Did you do it with a driver? Did you do it off the tee? Did you do it with a three wood? Was it your second shot? Was it your iron shot? Where did the penalty shots come from? Where did the penalty shots come from? You got to know that. Okay. The two chips, was it sand, pitching, chipping? Where are the two chips come? And then we talked about the, the, the three putts. Lag putt or short? What's the culprit? Lag putt or missing the short putts? Okay. The next question I'll know. I want to know this. The next thing I want to want to know is how many greens did we hit in regulation? See? So 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 I had I had somebody come the other day and they told me they shot ninety two. And I said, you know, they couldn't answer any of the questions. So I don't have I don't have I don't I don't I don't have a diagnosis. How can I figure out what it is you're doing wrong? How can you figure out what you're doing wrong? How can you figure out what you need to work on if you don't even know what's going on? You see? You can't. So here's an example of somebody who really knows what's going on. This is a student of mine from Kansas. And I got I got this. I said, send me a report after you get done today. So I get a report. And then the report was... Uh, 75, shot 75 from 7,100 yards with one birdie. Okay, one birdie. All right, no three putts, no two chips, no penalty shots. All right, there you go. Right now, I'm impressed because we're keeping track. All right, 11 greens in regulation. All right, 11 greens in regulation means that you missed seven greens. You shot three over par, but you made one birdie. So that's as if you were four over par. So that means of those seven greens, you got it up and in three out of seven times. Three out of seven times would be four bogeys, but you made a birdie, so now you're three over par. Now, my next question is, of the seven greens you missed, how many times did you miss it on the short side? Now, the short side is defined by if you've got a green and the pin is over on the right side of the green, the short side would be anything over to the right of the green. You've got a, you've got very little green to work with when you go to pitch the ball or chip the ball or whatever you're going to do. That's a more difficult, a high, a lower percentage, higher percentage of not getting up and in, lower percentage of getting it up and in. Up and in meaning on the green and one putt in the hole. You have a low percentage of getting those shots up and in when you're short-sided. Whereas if you were over on the left side or more in the center, you're chipping across the green, you've got a, an easier shot. There are no easy shots in golf, but you have an easier shot. And that easier shot 
is going to give you a higher percentage of up and ins. And remember, you, you, whenever you can, you putt the ball. When you can't putt, you chip. When you can't chip, then you pitch. When you can't pitch, then you lob. But you don't lob or pitch when you could chip or putt. You always take the easier shot. Idea being minimum amount of air time, maximum amount of ground time. Keep the ball lower to the ground. So I want to know of those seven times when you had it off the green, a chance to get it up and in, how many times were you short-sided? Okay. And that tells you, you know, because I, I, the percentage of up and ins, like this student that I had, he got it up and in three out of seven times. Of the greens that he missed, two times he missed on the short side. He got one out of two up and in from the short side. Okay, that's pretty darn good. That's 50% on a short side miss. You're not going to do much better. You're trying to figure out how can I save another stroke off my score. It's not by getting 100% of your short side misses up and in. That's probably not going to happen. Even at a tour level, that's not going to happen. It might happen on a day when you play really good, but it's it's not something you can bank on. You're not going to be a, you're not going to have a high percentage for the year. On the ones that he missed on the wide side, which was five of them, he got two of those up and in. Okay, there there's where where your your percentage could improve. You know, there's at least one more to be had right there. Maybe two. Okay, and if you do that, then then you have a chance to to score better. Obviously, if you get four out of five up and in, now the seventy five is a seventy three. Okay, so that's so 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 we have at least one or two shots there. Okay, we're we're either down to seventy four or seventy three, depending if we could get get those up in. Then we've got to figure out okay how how can we how can we shave more strokes off the scorecard? Okay, and the way you do that is is you think of of those eleven greens you hit in regulation. How far were you from the hole? How many times did you have a legitimate birdie opportunity? Meaning, you know, something in the ten to fifteen foot range. Once you're outside of fifteen feet, you're not going to make a lot of those putts. So, I mean, you know, today you didn't make any, but you didn't three putt. That's okay. But of the eleven greens you hit, how many times did you have a makeable birdie opportunity? You only made one of them. Okay, you only made made one of them, and that was on the, the one of the birds was on a par five. You got the ball up and in, so theoretically, you probably chipped it up there pretty close. So, so when you look at the other ten greens, you weren't able to make any birdies on those ten greens. The only birdie you made was an up and in on a par five, where you got it close to the green and two. So now you look and you say, "All right, I I, I had, you know, the 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 percentage of up and ins was." was three out of seven, but all four par fives, he was close to the green. So now the percentage was not really three out of seven. He got one of the par fives up and in. So now the the, the percentage of up and in was really four out of 11. And four out of 11, if you missed them all on the wide side... Okay, you know, two of them weren't, but the other ones were. So you've got nine chances to get the ball up and in 
and you got three out of nine up and in. Three out of nine from the wide side. That percentage is not good. If you get six out of nine up and in, you got 72. If you make another birdie, you got 71. Got to make one more putt. If you could hit one more par, one par five and two, you got 70. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, 
or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is how you figure out how you're going to lower your score. And it's a, it's the same formula if you're trying to break 90, if you're trying to break 80, if you're trying to break 70. You know, it's just it's just penalty shots, two chips, three putts. How many greens do you hit in regulation? You know, how do you hit more greens in regulation? <laughs> Number one, hit the ball longer. When you hit the ball longer, you're going to have a more lofted club going into those greens, and you're going to hit more greens with a nine iron than you will with a six iron. You're going to hit more greens with a six iron than you will with a hybrid. You're going to hit more greens with a hybrid than you will a three wood. But you're not going to hit many. But if you can get short irons into those greens, you're going to hit more greens. And if you have short irons into the greens, you should have more legitimate birdie opportunities. That's the way that you can really get your score down. And it all boils down to this criteria. And that's how you analyze your game. And if you analyze your game like this, Every single time you play, you will have a clear picture, a total clear picture of exactly what you need to work on to get better with your game. And you'll be on your way to playing better golf. So uh, hopefully this made sense. Maybe you're going to listen to this podcast again to go over this again in your mind. But if you will track your game like this, like I just described every single time, you will start to... Play better golf, understand the game better, understand what your game is like and what you need to do to get better, and you'll be on your way. So hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Uh, remember my Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. If you've got aches and pains, muscle soreness, joint pain, arthritis pain, it is the absolute best product you can get, and it will help you. So many people reorder this product time and time and time again. So uh, if you haven't tried it, Try it, voodoopainrelief.com. That's where you go to get it. And uh, I hope everybody takes my advice today and gets better at the game of golf because I love getting the messages from people that say, Hank, I played the best golf I ever played in my life after listening to your podcast. So uh, that is what I'm after right there. That's, that, that's what I'm hoping for. Have a great day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app, wherever you get your podcasts. So you get my podcasts every day. And uh, we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Any Podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 